Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to reviews, news, and spoilers for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo, and today I've got something really awesome for you guys. Back in May, we had the opportunity to speak with Chad Rook. Chad is the actor that portrays Clyde Martin, also known as Weather Wizard, for the CW Flash series. Chad is a really, really awesome guy. He's been just open arms welcoming in the Flash fan community. He's been doing things like uh, Flash fan contests and giving away some really, really cool stuff, some autographed swag and, and all kinds of things. Uh, he was really gracious to meet with us, and, it, and what was so cool was we got a chance to speak with him right after we found out that The Flash had been picked up for a full season on The CW. I think you're going to really enjoy this interview and get to know Chad, the nice guy that you'd never realize brought such an evil, villainous character to The Flash. And Chad, man, how you doing tonight? I'm really, really good, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, sir. Well, before we get started, man, we, we got the big news earlier today. Congratulations. The series has been picked up. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I myself and the rest of the cast, I don't think we were expecting it that soon. We were expecting maybe next week, but uh, yeah, I mean, this morning I woke up with some invitations to some screenings, and uh, and then all the fans started writing me saying congrats, and I was like, uh, well, did you know did the Boston Bruins win already? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, what are you congratulating me on? So uh, yeah, I was I was surprised just as much as everyone else was with the uh, early uh, uh, notice, but uh, <laughs> needless to say, we're pretty happy about it. It's awesome. First off, I want to say I went to your website and it's awesome. Like that's a really cool website. Oh, I like you. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, you started out in modeling for companies such as Gucci and uh, John Paul Gaultier. Uh, do you feel that modeling has helped you in your transition to acting at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm from Alberta, which is like a, like a small town on the prairies uh, in Canada here, and uh, yeah, there is there's no acting industry whatsoever where I was raised with. So you know, you kind of do what you can to get in the entertainment industry and. Uh, there was a, uh, a small modeling and, and talent convention thing out there, and uh, it brought me to Vancouver, where I, uh, you know, got into modeling, and, and uh, it introduced me to a lot of people in the entertainment industry, and uh, was a really good leeway into uh, into the acting world. Tell us a little bit. What what is Rook Entertainment? Um, Rook Entertainment. That's um, when I was first starting out acting. Um, things weren't really as a lot of actors experience. Things don't really go your way all the time. You think you're just going to jump in the game and start booking everything. So uh, that didn't happen when I first started out, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, and so I actually started doing my own projects, started doing my own writing. And uh, so I developed my own production company uh, called Rook Entertainment, and uh, we started directing and and writing different music videos, uh, short films, and. Uh, Basically, then it kind of uh, fathomed out because uh, I was ended up doing a lot of uh, a lot of the same productions with with a lot of the same people. And Nathan Vita, who's my best friend and, and one of my business partners, he uh, he had his production company. And uh, basically, we said, you know, why don't we just colonize? And uh, and that's now become what's called Checkmate Films, which is uh, uh, what is our current production company, which we uh, are doing uh, some feature films and short films under right now. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Checkmate. Uh, yeah. It looks like you've done a lot of work uh, writing, directing, producing, uh, and of course acting several films and shorts with Checkmate. Tell us about your. Tell us about that. Tell us how that how that experience goes. Yeah, well, uh, again, it's it's in this industry, it's it's all about 
you have to create your own name. And uh, I think that's the problem with a lot of actors out there is they just sit back and they wait for their agent to get them, you know, a role. And, and uh, you have to constantly be doing your own thing. And so we're always writing and, and doing projects that, you know, we would like to have been cast in. But, uh, you know, if, if no one else is going to see us in those roles or anything, then we'll write it and we'll produce it and we'll direct it and raise the funds and, and film it ourselves. And uh, over the years, you know, we've, we've always collected a bunch of contacts and we, we call it our, we call it our little mafia and because we always work with the same team. And uh, now we have a full team and uh, later this year we're going to production of a, of a feature film called The Perfect Pickup. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because in you know the day and age that we live in, the era of kind of post-social media and uh, where the technology to create some of these just, you know, professional-looking things are really at our fingertips, it opens the door and it really does kind of separate the uh, kind of the, the ones that are in it for the enjoyment and for the craft of entertainment and those who are just in it just to kind of wait and let other people discover them, so to speak. Yeah, and it's it's not just it's not that way just with actors, but it's even with agents and producers and stuff. You'll find yeah, you know, very quickly out who's who's in it for the right reasons and who's right. in it for the passion and the love, or who's in it just for a paycheck uh, from day to day. So uh, it's it's really easy to pinpoint once you're in the industry who who that is, and uh, those are the people I, obviously that are doing it for the passion um, that I like to work with, anyway. And so of all the different uh, genres and stuff that you've worked with as far as writing and acting and directing, uh, what's your favorite genre to work with? You know, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm a horror guy. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of horrors and, and thrillers. Um, I like comedy. I mean, I, I always had comedy uproots and, and stuff. But, I mean, even as a kid, my, my mom would watch horror films with us and, and, you know, play monster in the house and stuff. And, <laughs> and I know it was a kind of a weird upraising, you know, but, uh, that's how it was. And, and, you know, we, my mom wasn't the type of person that, you know, raised us, you know, watching family movies. She's like, okay, sit down tonight. We're going to watch the exorcist. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it was, it's kind of weird, but, uh, yeah, that's what I grew up in. And, and that's, uh, what I wrote. And, uh, but my earlier age uh, stages of acting was a lot of sketch comedy. I used to do stand-up comedy, and uh, and basically comedy will always run in my roots as well. And and uh, that's why I wrote the perfect pickup, which is a comedy that, uh, that we're doing later on. So. Oh, so wait, so when, uh, were you doing stand-up? Where were you doing stand-up? Yeah, well, you, I did the Yuck Yucks run, uh, which is like a, a Canadian stand-up comedy uh, here in Vancouver. Yeah, I've heard of that actually. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, I was doing that for a while, and man, I tell you, I, I have respect for stand-up comics. I don't do it anymore, <laughs> but you know, there's there's a certain amount of rejection that every actor takes, but what those guys go through is, is a completely different ballgame. I can't I even imagine. I, 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 it's just, <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll do the same material twice in one night, and one night you get laughs, the, the next night, you know, they're booing you, and it's it's such a weird world, so... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I, I feel you on the horror movie stuff. I grew up, my uh, backyard... Uh, was right next door to a graveyard, so <laughs> nice, nice. yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting growing up there. Oh boy! So with that kind of as your your genre spef- specific uh, uh, of interest, would you say that your kind of dream role is in that is in that genre as well, or, or what would be your dream role? To, to yeah, get? well, um, actually, it's funny because about a year ago, uh, my agent uh, Andrew Webster and I we we kind of sat down and and I even told him I was like, you know, my dream role would be to be a supervillain. And um, I, and, and uh, a year later, I mean, like I said, you know, if we get flash and, and the thing is, is it's, it's kind of crazy because I mean, you know, not giving anything away or anything like that, but sure. I mean, it, that it, I play a lot of villains and I was raised on comic books and, and, and stuff like that. So to play a supervillain, um, 
ultimately was my favorite role. But uh, other than that, I would love to love to uh, portray an actual real life uh, character, like a real life person, a story mm-hmm. like, you know, Abraham Lincoln, those kind of stories. Um, uh, I just think that that kind of gives an actor a, a, a full slate of colors when you're when you're doing a painting, so to speak. Would you be more interested in more of a historic figure or someone who's still alive? No, I, I think uh, someone that's more modern, I think, someone that everyone kind of knows, both old and new generations. Sure. And, and and I think that uh, something that like that kind of character, uh, you know, you more of the on the dark edge of things. Again, like I said, I like those those really dark edgy characters, whether, you know, the good people or bad people. I just uh, to portray them as, as something really cool. And and uh, I have that another opportunity coming up uh, with a film in, in the near future here as well to do that. So. Well, that kind of brings us down to uh, the, the meat of our questions here. Uh, let's talk about talk about the Flash. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've done some episodic television before on shows like Supernatural and Cult. Uh, was your experience working on the Flash any different due to the comic book subject matter versus the other subject matter that you dealt with in those other uh, shows? Yeah, um, uh, the, the the thing about Flash is like this isn't even on set and that this is not like any other show that I've ever been on in series. Um, you know, I've even done other CW pilots and it, nothing that I've ever worked on in the TV world, let alone film, um, has been this big. And I mean, in regards to budget, I'm talking about, you know, the, the hype, the, the fan following that, that was already there before it even started. Um, so it's more of the, the onset thing of just the excitement of, the crew and, and, you know, the fans and stuff like that, that really makes a difference. Supernatural and that, yeah, they have their following. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cult was, was more of a social media type following, whereas flash it's worldwide. It's, wow. it's completely, you know, they did shows like green arrow and stuff, which is, which is a great show, but, uh, you know, green arrow is not one of the main superheroes. He never was. Even when I was reigned up, uh, you know, half the people that pay attention to, comic book slight what they don't even know really who he was he was always uh, like or, the seventh justice leaguer exactly yeah. <laughs> just, when they get together know, for the big photo he's he's never they don't they always forget to call him right he's, he's, he's just there right yeah. he's kind of like you know the hawkeye and the avengers he's he was you know great you introduced him now but you know he was never the supermans he was never the batman those kind of characters flash is one of those characters yeah. that is very noticeable and uh uh, the hype around the show is, is crazy and, and on set was the exact same. Yeah, it's been huge. And I think that with the history of the comic book character and it's it's being one of those big tiered characters that, you know, with with rare exception just hasn't gotten the attention that I think fans have wanted it to, not consistently anyway. It's uh, there's definitely been kind of this pent up, you know, longing to see this character brought back into the modern spotlight and it's uh, what a what a great time to do it too when superheroes are are, you know, big and into kind of the the public eye, and it's it's huge. And and you know, I was raised, um, you know, with comic books as well. But I was never uh, I was more of a Batman type guy. And and when I booked Flash, I started looking into it, and I knew it was big. But you know, when you learn about how many uh, villains this character alone oh, yeah. has in his, <laughs> you know universe in central city and stuff you realize how big he actually is and yeah. you know you don't you don't realize that you think flash is just yeah he's a big hero but he is the same villains as batman and stuff but no it's not it at all he is his own whole world right so yeah absolutely yeah. so tell us a little bit about the audition process and, and how you prepared for this role i was um the worst audition process in my life it was, really <laughs> yeah, it was um you know it's funny i i actually had a 
uh, talk with Grant and uh, Candace on set as well about and and it seems like every cast member on this thing just went was you know put through the burner <laughs> and uh, I actually had about seven auditions for Flash. Um, wow, not too many people know I actually read for Flash uh, for Grant Gustin's character for Barry. Um, I then um, they asked me to read for um, uh, Professor Thawne, right. uh, obviously, uh, which Rick uh, Kuznet got. And then uh, they asked me to read for Clyde Martin. And uh, so the first couple of auditions, you know, I just played them how I thought, you know, a normal kind of guy. And, and obviously that didn't work out for me, but they, they obviously seen something. And uh, so with Clyde, I, I, I went in there and I did something uh, completely off the wall. And uh, thank God, it, you know, David <laughs> Nutter. I mean, it was, one, it was one of those choices I went in and, and you know, either David Nutter and, and Andrew Kreisberg, you know, they were in the room and, and they could have looked at me and said, this guy's off his rocker. What the hell is he doing? Or, you know, or they got it. And thank God they, they got what I was doing. So uh, I, I'm glad, I'm glad with the choices I made now, but, uh, it was a, an audition process that was just, uh, unreal. It was, a uh, I wouldn't want to do it again. That's for sure. Well, I, I hope your experience during the filming of the pilot was better. Can you tell us about that? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, again, I can't, <laughs> I can't say too much obviously, right. <laughs> in regards to it as much as I want to. Um, but it's, it, it, I would, I'll, I'll say that a lot of, TV, unfortunately, especially when it comes to superheroes and sci-fi and stuff, which I've done a lot of, a lot of times they don't have the budget to do it right. Mm. What I can say is Flash has the budget to do it right and to go above and beyond doing it right. And and being on set and locations where, you know, they're closing down entire, you know, downtown Vancouver city streets to, to film one scene is is it's more of a film level type pilot. And, uh, and to be on set like that, that's exactly what it felt like. I mean, you have, and again, it's not only just, just the filming, it's, it's the, all the behind the scenes. I mean, you know, you have the paparazzi and set just going nuts for this thing and you, you have the fans constantly going and, and they're even on set and, and then you see the setups and, and, and what they're doing with, you know, the pilot and what you guys are going to see is, is absolutely insane that again, it'd be very hard to top a pilot like what they're doing with flash because of the budget that they have and because of of such good writing and and, and the people they have behind her right that's awesome yeah well we've you know we've been blown away from what we've seen thus far with uh danielle pennebaker and carlos mm-hmm. valdez and of course you know as you mentioned grant gustin uh all of them have, have you know we've seen them portraying their characters on arrow uh, but what can you tell us a little bit about the the cast of the Flash off screen? You get uh, some good vibes, some some fun stories, some embarrassing <laughs> stories. Yeah, well, I, I actually um, I never actually met even Carlos. Um, he was uh, every time I was set, he would he was doing uh, some sort of theater project. Um, I, I believe it was in New York or, or in the states somewhere. Oh wow! And so he would fly in and, and do his scenes, and then he would be back and out. So I didn't even actually get to meet him yet. Um, but, uh, I worked a lot, obviously a lot with all the other cast. Um, I met Danielle uh, a couple times and, uh, yeah, I mean, personally, everyone's just awesome. You can see why they cast who they did because they really are those characters. And, uh, I mean, Grant, uh, I mean, obviously him and I, you know, work together the most and, and, you know, he's awesome and, and, you know, he's, he's a good guy and it's, it's funny. I mean, even on set, I mean, you know, he's such a personable person you can, you can get down to earth with. And my sister happened to be a huge Glee fan. 
and, uh, and uh, yeah, he was, he's one of those guys. He's like, okay, you know, on set, and, and he did a video saying hi as his Glee character to my sister <laughs> and stuff, and and she and they posted on the online, and they went absolutely nuts. Her and her friends, and and then all of a sudden, my dad started making requests for Candace to do videos, and all. I was like, come on now, this, this is getting kind of insane, right? Um, so yeah, no, they're really down to earth guys, and and you know, the cast is. I mean, even working with uh, uh, Jesse, um, it's it's an unbelievable cast. You know, you watch these people on TV for years, and 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 then all of a sudden you're working alongside them. It's it's an amazing feeling. So you mentioned earlier you were a comic book fan, and of course, without giving mm-hmm. anything away, because we don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are some things that you'd like to see uh, as the Flash series progresses? Well, right now, I think with TV, I mean, you know, you have like things like Gotham, and, and you have Arrow and stuff coming on. And I think it's just uh, I'm more of a fan than an actor at this point of view as well right now where I want to see what everyone else wants to see. I want to see the main villains. I want to see the main characters in that universe. I don't honestly, I'm not one of those people who really care too much about make the mixing of the universes, the multiverses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't really want to see too much of the characters from arrow showing up on flash. I want the flash characters to show up on flash because that's why I'm watching that show. You know, if I, if I wanted to watch Lex Luthor, I wouldn't watch an Arrow show. I'd watch a Superman show. You know, I'd, it's, that's just kind of my opinion. So in Flash in the future, I would want to see, you know, the introduction of, of characters like the Rogues or, or Grodd or, you know, even, you know, I mean, some of the cast, obviously, they, you, I mean, fans know, I mean, they're coming down the road. I mean, Reverse Flash, you know, people like that. That's who I think fans are expecting to oh, see. Yeah. And, and that's who they should see. Oh, that's yeah, I'd, uh, love, I'd love to see Grodd. I think that's I was about to say. So, is that a confirmation on on uh, General Grodd? Can we go? I'm just uh, <laughs> I, I wish I wish I knew. Um, I, I I really do wish I I knew who it was going to be. But like I said, we've all only filmed one episode, and we have no idea with what's coming down the pipe. But if it has a telltale, like if 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 the pilot is you know a small sample of what's to come, it's it's going to be a huge huge yeah. series. It's it's going to be unreal. Well, I like what you said about, you know, letting it kind of be its own thing. I think that there is some cool synergy and some interesting things you can do from time to time with kind of the universe sharing with Arrow and that sort of thing. But but I'm with you. I, I really am excited to really have the spotlight on Flash and to kind of flesh out that world that surrounds that character. And, uh, you know, if, if we get kind of a, a crossover team up from time to time, great. But, you know, we, like I, you said, we're not watching we're not watching the Arrow Flash show. We're watching the Flash show. Exactly. I completely agree. I, I completely agree. I mean, even with, you know, you have Gotham coming out and stuff like that. I, I really hope, yes, it's, you know, the creation of a lot of these characters, but how disappointing would fans be if, you know, there wasn't a Joker episode in there somewhere, you hey, know, you gotta do it. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's one of those things. So you have to have their own characters. And yeah. I think uh, Barry Allen's story is, is really cool with, you know, the history and that of the mother and all that. And, and, uh, I really hope that they go down that route and, and show um, what the fans really want to see. And, and I, as a fan, I think that's what I, I would want to see. That's for sure. Well, you know, the Flash fan community has really loved your uh, your Friday Flash contest that you've done. Right. Uh, in these, of course, you've been giving away all this extremely cool memorabilia and, and also kind of showcasing your own personal inner geek. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned that you're a comic book fan. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what your history as a comic book fan is. Well, I... Um... I'm an artist. I, I, I do graphic design, um, you know, by trade. Um, you know, while I was getting into acting and stuff, that's kind of what I did. And, and growing up, I taught myself to draw by drawing comic book characters and stuff. You know, I was a huge uh, Venom 
fan. Uh, yeah. I was a Marvel guy, you know, and I, and that's what I would right draw there. all. Yeah. You know, I would draw those all the time, and uh, so it kind of started out as a kid, and then you know, just just being a, a boy and kids, and you know, playing all that kind of stuff. You know, people wearing jeans to school, and I wore my Spider Man sweatpants, and and probably why I didn't have much friends, but at the same time, I didn't care. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, and and so that kind of started it out, I think, and and. You know, I was always one of those ones that, you know, I have to go to the, the Batman movies or the Spider-Man movies. Is, and, uh, yeah, it just kind of portrayed from there. And, and I've always stayed a fan. So. Would you say that Batman or Spider-Man is kind of your favorite superhero? No, actually, uh, I'm an Iron Man guy. Uh, okay. Iron Man is definitely my favorite superhero. Uh, he's got that smart-ass wit, and he just looks badass, right, compared <laughs> to the other ones. So uh, he's definitely my top of, of the superhero list, yeah. What about villain, since you're a villain guy? I'm I'm a huge joker guy joker is is the one guy that i always kind of turn to the one the one guy that just he looks you know looks the most sinister he's he's most amusing to me as a bad guy you know even though he's you know about to shoot someone in the face or something like that you know he's, he's smiling and laughing and telling a joke about it and and it's just it's just one of those things that you know, it, he brings a different level of that insanity and, and, and craziness, which I think is a lot more scary than some guy saying, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll, you know, I can run fast or I have a fire gun, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah chaos is a lot more uh, scary. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot when more scary when it's mentally unstable person. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is which is cool because then you know you look at like Arrow right now you know that little small intro to characters like Harley Quinn and stuff and oh and I think, man yeah right like how how crazy was that I'm hoping now I will say crossover wise I hope we get the payoff there in Flash right? <laughs> I, I really do that's that's the one kind of those like t- those characters I you can cross them over any time yeah time. absolutely so speaking of comic books uh, heroes and villains so if you could have any superpower what would it be and why I would uh, I would definitely go with the I think the invisible uh, feature, you know, being able to vanish them, um, even as in, in school and stuff like that, you know, I was, unfortunately, you know, it went through the bold bullying thing and, and, you know, being able to vanish back then would have definitely been helpful, um, you know, get me out of some fights and stuff. But, uh, and then, you, you know, as, as I grow up and realize, you know, that's a little bit different. Um, it would still be cool to be invisible. You know, I'd get into Comic-Con for free and all that kind of stuff. It'd be, <laughs> it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. So, so what other projects do you have on, on the horizon, and uh, what's the best way for our listeners to stay tuned and, and and follow you on the the new projects that you got going on? Yeah, well, um, as you mentioned, uh, I have a web a website right now, uh, chadrook.com, and and there's a whole new section that I update, you know, every week uh, with all the new stuff and including the fa- the flash stuff, and that's where I hold like the flash, you know, f- um, contests and. And, uh, yeah, on the horizon, I actually have, uh, it's been a really kind of blessed year. I mean, right now, um, I just finished two TV series, uh, uh, obviously the flash and then, uh, Cedar Cove, uh, which is a Hallmark TV series. I have a recurring character on that. And then, um, I just finished a feature film called my life as a, as a dead girl with Cassie Skirbo. And, um, uh, that'll be coming out either later this year or early next year, depending, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then later uh, this year, I just uh, booked the lead in another feature film called Mantis, which is uh, kind of a, a, you know, a thriller story kind of based on uh, the serial killer, Robert Picton. Hmm. And uh, okay. which is, uh, um, I don't know if you guys heard about it too much down there and that, but he's a, a Canadian serial killer who 
you know, took these prostitutes and, and, and it was a really kind of scary story. So it's kind of based all, along those lines and uh, I get to play the uh, the serial killer. So. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, Very always interesting. the bad guys, right? So. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, man, before we let you go, you know, we got to talk to you about our Rogues Rumble we've had going on. Oh. Uh, this is, you know, we, we put out this bracket a couple of weeks ago and, and people turned in their brackets and there's been a ton of heartache. I mean, me and Bell, both of our brackets are completely shot. I think we've first got... round. Yeah, <laughs> first round. Thinking, right? Yeah. So we've had a lot of heartaches throughout. Uh, Captain Cold, Heat Wave, Weather Wizard are all on the cutting room floor. Uh, any any thoughts, man? What what did, you know? Wh- where's the biggest heartache for you? You know what? <laughs> I don't want to say I'm I'm biased or anything like that, but uh, the, the fact that a guy with a boomerang. <laughs> Beat a guy who can create hurricanes and and do whatever he wants with blizzards or whatever weather. The fact that Captain Boomerang beat out the Weather Wizard is what are we thinking? (laughs) (laughs) You know, okay, there's a couple I understand. You know, um, Reverse Flash beating a Turtle Man who I mean (laughs) the only one that we all got right. Yeah, that coming at all. That was right. That's shock. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, and then. you know, I, I don't really mind the the Captain Cold. What, who did he get beat up by? The Black Flash or who did? He get I, yeah, he got. It was really close, but he got beat up by Black Flash. Yeah, see, I don't mind that one because Black Flash just he kind of reminds me of a Venom, um, Venom kind of. He's just yeah. a, he's he's yeah. a cool looking guy, and and you know, it's, I mean, I don't I understand that one. And uh, Captain Cold, uh, or sorry, Heat Wave got beat up by who was it again? Pied Piper. Yeah, see that, yeah. that that one I didn't understand either. I mean, you get this guy who's who's lived literally like a living inferno, and you know some guy comes along with a flute. I know, right? <laughs> you know, exactly. Pied Piper. You know, I'm gonna say it, and I don't know if he's gonna be introduced or not in in the Flash or anything like that. But he's one of those characters that you could put him on the bottom of my list. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't you know. I, it's just, He's not really the badass character or villain. I think uh, you know. I personally want to see, and yeah. for him to beat out someone who's like Heatwave. I mean, that's he's know, one of those characters that you have to have kind of like the ultra nerd background to understand why he's cool. Which right. is why I never thought he would win in kind of a mass appeal. Yeah, doesn't he like? Doesn't he control rats or something like that? Or, or, <laughs> they, right? Like it's it's just kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, he's got like dark side's anti-life equation, which you don't know unless you right really ultra nerd knowledge. That's it. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And and so that was that was another disappointment. But um, you know, I mean, you, it takes two seconds to realize you can't throw a boomerang into a hurricane and expect it to come back. <laughs> and, uh, and so that one, I think that one. Was Tweet that. My That's awesome. That was, that was my pretty biggest uh, regret with that whole Rogues Rumble there thing. But I love what you guys are doing. I think it's pretty pretty cool with the fans interacting with that. Hey, we've had a lot of fun with it. We've uh, you know we've we've been really excited uh, and and kind of pleasantly surprised the fan community that has surrounded this show has just been so positive, which you never see on the internet. I mean, like, you just never see that on the internet. No, it's, you know, even, like I said, I've been a Supernatural and Cult had a really social network fan, but nothing has been, I mean, it is everywhere. Like, it is, you know, some a new photo gets posted and, and there's like a hundred <laughs> different pages that have it up immediately. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, so. Well, Chad, man, we really appreciate you taking the time. Um, thank you so much. We, we, like I said, congratulations on the show. We can't wait to see you on the, on the screen soon. Thanks a lot, guys. And yeah, keep it up. I love you guys' podcast. It's uh, definitely one of the best ones for Flash out there. I, I appreciate it. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, man. We want to thank Chad Rook for joining us. If you want to find out more about all of his projects going on, be sure to head over to chadrook.com. It's got all of his contact info and a lot of good flashy stuff over there, especially on his blog. So be sure to check that out. Of course, you can follow us. We're on Twitter at Flash TV Talk. You can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And we also love to get your emails as well. You can email the show flash at potisteri.com. Of course, all of this and more can be found at our website, flashtvtalk.com. We hope you've enjoyed this interview, and if you're looking for more from us, hey, don't worry, we'll be back in a flash. A member of the Potisteri Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit potisteri.com.